Welcome to Social Media Marketing Tips and Tricks brought to you by Digital Marketing LSEG. My name is Wendy Lugo Santiago. Today I want to talk to you about six common mistakes that you don't want to make with your ideal client avatar. The first and most important step to creating an effective marketing strategy is to get to know your client. What does your ideal client need? What are their problems? In order to get to know your client, the easiest way is to create an ideal client avatar. Your ideal client avatar will influence everything you do in your marketing once you have created it. Because of that, it's important to make sure it's effective and accurate. Here are the six most common mistakes businesses make when creating their ideal client avatar. The first one is not being specific. Your ideal client avatar should identify one single individual who benefits most from your products or services. This isn't the only person who will buy from you, but the ideal person to focus your resources on trying to reach. If you try to be everything for everyone, you'll end up pleasing no one. So, for example, if you have, um, let's say, you are selling uh, coaching sessions for women who are divorced. That's very clear. You get, um, you can set up your ideal client avatar for a specific woman that you have in your mind, what they go through, what the problem is, and how you solve that problem with your product or service in that case. Now, but it, it could be women uh, from that are younger. It could be women that are older. And it could be actually even older women. So. In fact, in this case, you could have more than one ideal client avatar. You could do one or two if most women that come to you for your coaching services fall in two different age categories. So that would be one thing. You can do two or three or even more ideal client avatars. You just have to make sure you, that you flesh out each one in detail. The second mistake is ignoring patterns. As you go about creating your ideal client avatar, you'll start seeing patterns. For example, you see that uh, certain triggers uh, make them buy your service faster. Let's say, let's stay with our example for the divorced woman. When um, uh, the trigger that makes them buy is that they're at the end of the rope and a friend tells them, hey, this helped me. So you should take note of all these trends and include them in your marketing copy and in how you address the problem. Even if they don't seem strictly relevant to your business. So an, uh, an example for that would be that they're completely at the end of their rope and um, that does not necessarily have anything to do with your business. All information could be useful in crafting your marketing message and targeted advertising. Now, the third mistake is forgetting psychological data. When you think of your client avatar, it's natural to think of demographics such as age, location, income level, how many children, all of those things. But don't, uh, don't forget to also include psychological factors such as core values, buying behavior, and dreams and aspirations. 
In fact, this information is most of the time much more important. You need to make an emotional connection with your target market. Your marketing should speak to their values, beliefs, and challenges. This is how you demonstrate the ways your offering can benefit them. The fourth mistake is failing to gather indirect data. So reaching out to clients and holding focus groups are excellent ways to get data from your target audience. Obviously, it's not always possible to do that. So instead, you can also obtain indirect data. People won't always tell you what you need to know if you ask them directly. On the other hand, you can listen to their conversations and watch their behaviors to learn even more about them. A really good place to watch behavior and their conversations are actually the social networks. Take Facebook groups, for example. Uh, let's say you're in a Facebook group for a divorced woman. They will talk, they will ask questions and the comments. It is the perfect listening ground for you to create your products. Now, the fifth problem, the fifth mistake would be basing your ideal client avatar on assumptions. Now, let me preface this one a little bit. This one really depends on what stage of your business you're currently in. If you're just starting out, you don't have any clients yet, and you have not worked with clients before in that field, all you have are assumptions. So your very first client avatar will be based on assumptions in that case. But don't forget, and that's how we're going to get to our next mistake, that you're going to have to review that client avatar constantly once you have actual data. So if you do have clients already or you have data, you're already a little while longer in business, uh, you might know a great deal about your clients, but you need objective data from the market, not just assumptions. Your assumptions could, go, could be wrong or could be missing something vital. Once you start researching your target audience, you may encounter some surprises. There may be trends you hadn't noticed before. So for exam in our example with the coaching for divorced women, it is uh, really easy to make assumptions in that case. But if you go ahead and do your research and you find out that maybe a lot of them also have um, housing issues or that uh, they're struggling with less income. So that would be, for example, a good idea to not just assume that, but to find out the, uh, uh, what is actually going on. Now, the sixth and final mistake is that you just set and forget your client avatar. Once you have a strong ideal client avatar based on objective data from your market, you're ready to get started offering your products and services to them. But your ideal client avatar is not something you can simply set once and then forget about. You have to revise your avatar occasionally due to changes in the market or your customer's tastes or even changes in the economy. When you launch a new product or service, you have to adjust accordingly. It's also helpful to brush up your client avatar from time to time with new information from the market. Keep in steady touch with your clients so you can keep your ideal client avatar and marketing strategy up to date. 
If you want to learn more about getting to know your audience, you can contact me at Wendy at digitalmarketinglcg.com and I would be happy to help you creating your client avatar. I hope this session helped. And if you liked it, please hit the subscribe button. Okay, talk to you later. Bye.